You're listening to Oh Hey Life, the podcast designed to elevate your thinking, question the status quo, and motivate you to start living the life you actually freaking want. Oh hey, welcome to another episode of Oh Hey Life. First of all, I just want to say a massive thank you to all of you who are listening. This is the sixth episode, which is not it's not a huge milestone, I suppose, but it's half a dozen. It's good enough for me. I've had so much wonderful feedback and kind messages from everyone with their thoughts on the episodes. It's really cool to see people engaging with it, which, which is the whole reason I started this podcast is so that I could go into some more in-depth answers to the questions that I get asked frequently through social media and and so forth so it's really really cool and look if you are enjoying it I'd love for you to share it with your friends it's gone as far as the Netherlands and the UK and and Greece of all places so far so I'm I'm really stoked and the more people that can benefit from it obviously the the cooler and the better that is so thank you so much and today I'm throwing it back a little bit to One of the points I spoke about in the third episode, I believe it was, which is when I discussed how I believe adulting is a complete and utter fallacy, because it is. But in that episode, which I'll link in the show notes if you haven't listened to it yet, I spoke about the three things that contribute most significantly to my level of happiness. And the one that pertained to that episode specifically was the the acceptance and the level of comfort around doing things that aren't necessarily considered adult or or age appropriate for example so you know putting sprinkles on my breakfast or or having pink hair but working in in, you know like an executive financial position previously so that's where I first mentioned these three factors and I want to share the other two with you today A key place to start when it comes to talking about happiness and how to be happy is that it's largely internal. A lot of people seek happiness from external factors and don't get me wrong, there are (laughs) so many things independent of ourselves that that can make us happy, right? There's, uh, you know, waking up to a beautiful sunny day and going outside and getting fresh air it could be a compliment from an attractive stranger on the street but you know these are things that happen to us but whether they make us happy or not is still an internal decision you could wake up grumpy on a sunny day or you could choose to be happy from the sunshine that's shining the more superficial external factors that people fall into the trap of as well, like buying needless possessions, right? If you can't find joy in a cup of coffee, you won't find it in a yacht or a fancy car. And I speak from experience here. You know, there was a time where I followed the normal measures of success and I had, you know, the big house, I had the the fancy car in the garage and stupid number of couches more than more than one person needs in a 4,000 square foot house and I woke up one day and I just decided this is this is not for me you know this this is not making me happy I I felt irresponsible having such a large footprint and so forth so I know firsthand that those superficial external factors simply don't bring happiness so the three 
significantly contributing factors to my happiness that I'm talking about, they are all internal. Your life is gonna be as good as your mindset. That's internal. Before I go on to the second and third reasons, there are just a couple of points I'd like to make uh, in relation to that whole adulting episode. And you know, you you don't get special points for achieving certain things by a certain age. You you do need to have that level of comfort around not doing the things that are necessarily that we are necessarily conditioned to to believe we need to have done by a certain age. I mean, a great example, I've got a friend who's in her mid-40s and she's just gotten into law school. You know, she's had a successful career in something completely unrelated, but she's decided that she wants to be a lawyer and she's going to be a fucking amazing lawyer and I'm so proud of her. But imagine the number of people that are going to look at her and be like, well, she's, she's in her 40s and she's going to uni. But she doesn't, she doesn't care because she's passionate about this and she knows that she's going to make it, you know, she knows, knows that she's going to make a really good lawyer and she knows that it's going to make her happy. So that, that letting go of what other people think, I mean, God, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole can of worms. But when we consider that just specifically around what people think of certain actions because of the whole age and adulting thing, you know, that, that is a massive hurdle, um, that that will lead to happiness if you can overcome it. The second thing, I only mentioned it very briefly in that adulting episode, but accepting things outside my control. Accepting things outside my control. To a certain extent, this goes hand in hand with uncertainty, which I spoke about in last week's episode actually I will link that in the show notes for this episode as well but accepting the things that are outside your control is I'd say almost single-handedly one of the most liberating and freeing things that you can do again this raises the external internal argument there are a lot of external factors that you you don't really have any control over I'd I'd like to have control over the weather <laughs> or whether someone, you know, gives me a, a compliment on, on what I'm wearing or, or whatever. But the things that are inside your control are internal. So the sooner you realize that you simply can't control a lot of things and accept that, you become very liberated. And that also helps to curb worry as well and think about how much time you spend worrying about things here's an interesting exercise to do if you're feeling a little bit unhappy or worried if you sit down and write a list of the things that are making you unhappy or that you are worrying about and then put a little mark next to the ones that are outside of your control or cross them out altogether what would you be left with when you're writing these things down you do need to be really honest with yourself and <laughs> don't be afraid to you know put really personal things down there no one else is going to read this only you are going to see this but it's an interesting exercise if you are feeling a little bit down in the dumps because it gives you some perspective 
over what things drive our unhappiness and it's amazing it's amazing what it does you you'll either see that you're unhappy and worried about things a lot of things that are outside of your control or vice versa you'll you'll find that you know it's your thoughts and and your reactions that are making you unhappy but what it then facilitates is converting that unhappiness or that worry into happiness and contentment so have a look at the list that you've got you've got the things that are outside of your control that are making you unhappy and consider what's going to enable you to accept that they're outside your control and really that that just comes down to practice again speaking from experience it's acceptance and and that does take practice but the tangible action you can take is with the things that are causing you to feel unhappy that are driven by you so schedule time to worry and schedule time to do this periodically if you are a little bit unhappy or discontent and think about you know what what actions can i take that are going to make me happier what action can i take around the things that are making me unhappy that are in my control an example could be a financial position you might be unhappy with the amount of money that you've got left at the end of the month or something like that and if you know i'm speaking for people who are in a first world country and not born into into an unfortunate situation here of course and what can you do you can write a budget oh I don't know how to do that okay you jump on google and you find a relevant website in your country that gives you information on on how to put a budget together so that's tangible action that you can take if you can take action over things that are worrying you that you've got control over you get a good base (laughs) a good happiness base is the way that I like to look at it to then start accepting those things that are outside your control. You know, if you've got con- control over your internal behaviors that affect your happiness, it gives you a good base to start learning to accept the crazy shit that happens in the world that is out of your control. Uh, so if you can also compartmentalize your worry and unhappiness, so decide to be happy now and that you'll you'll worry later and you'll have your scheduled worrying time, it's another way to to really help boost your base level of happiness so that really works for me and I genuinely do this um, if I'm feeling anxious um, that that tends to be the the feeling that I get around unhappiness it's it's getting anxiety over something I'll write down the things that you know are worrying me and normally putting them on paper is enough to you know slap me in the face and be like lungs you're being stupid there's no point in being unhappy or worried or anxious over this stuff and then i move on so just that exercise in itself can can really help the way you react to other things that happen speaking of the crazy shit that happens in the world the way that you react is the other single most important thing you can do to increase your level of happiness and this is the third thing that I'm talking about our reactions perpetuate feelings if you think about when you've had either a really crappy day or a really good day 
Often it can be traced back to something that happened first thing in the morning. If you burn your toast and you get pissed off, or if someone pulls out in front of you in traffic and you get pissed off at them, that's probably going to turn into an average day. Whereas if you nail your morning workout and you're stoked with yourself or you get a nice text message from someone, you generally have a good day. But those are sort of external factors Apart from burning the toast, that was your own fault. But those are external factors that, uh, you know, can automatically decide our happiness or otherwise. But you can change the way that you react to them. So instead of reacting badly to the person that pulls out in front of you, you come at that situation from a happy place or from a place of love and think, oh God, you know, they might have had an argument that morning they could have had something bad happen in their morning or, or they're in a hurry to get to some appointment or something like that rather than just yelling some curse words and flipping them the bird. That is your reaction and that's going to perpetuate a positive feeling throughout the day rather than a, a negative feeling. So it becomes quite clear when we talk about the way that our reactions to certain things can affect the level of happiness we experience on a day-to-day -day basis that by learning how to control them and learning how to choose your reaction hugely impacts our level of happiness. You know, people always talk about all this self-care bullshit and, you know, spa days, facials, going and buying shit at Gucci or Louis Vuitton. You know, that, that's not self-care. Self-care is, is the decisions you make to better yourself. Self-care is addressing your toxic behavioral patterns and your toxic thoughts. So, you know, making yourself happy from that superficial stuff is, is not lasting. It, it doesn't create lasting change. But addressing your behaviors, so addressing the way that you react to things, that's self-care, you know, that, that's going to really improve your life and your happiness. 10% of our life is, is what happens to us, but the majority of it, like 90%, I'm not even going to say 10% and 90%, I'm going to say 5% and 95%, it's, it's how we react to it. Now, I've sort of got the benefit of being a female who's worked uh, 10 plus years in, in very male dominated industries and in very senior positions. So through my involvement in business, I've <laughs> become somewhat emotionless. No, not, not so much that, but I'm very well practiced at keeping my, my emotions in check and my reactions in check. So I've had that practice and I'm, I'd like to say that I'm a pro level at, at handling the way that I react to certain situations and also identifying where I'm not necessarily reacting in the right way or I'm reacting in a way that's detrimental to my mindset. But if you, you know, if you don't have that kind of experience where you've really, you know, had to keep your emotions and your reactions in check, it's something else that you can work on to help improve your happiness. So when something happens to you that pisses you off, 
stop and think for a second and and consider why it's pissing you off because as time goes on and the more you question that you'll probably start to realize that you're you know you become unjustifiably negative in response to a lot of things that happen and just going briefly back to the way that our reactions perpetuate feelings if you think about that on a physiological level if you're listening to this right now i want you to smile <laughs> you could be in the car you might be out for a run you might be at the gym or, or in the office or whatever but if you physically smile yeah you'll feel like a you'll feel like a twat but I guarantee it will make you happy. When you smile, it, it releases, I, I honestly don't know the science behind it, but all I know is that when you physically smile, it makes you feel good. So we, you translate that into a scowl when something annoys you, you know, you've got your eyebrows burrowed together. That's perpetuating a whole lot of negative emotion, just like the flip side of smiling. So there's some proof in itself of just how reacting in a different way can change your level of happiness. It really can be as simple as working on those three different approaches to improving your happiness. And like I've said throughout this episode, I'm speaking from experience here. I get asked all the time how I'm so happy and and those three things are the reason why and you'll put me next to someone in a in the exact same situation and I can almost guarantee that I'll have a a more positive spin on it a more philosophical uh you know everything happens for a reason type spin on it so uh you know take take these three things away work on them and and let me know how you get on if you're feeling a bit crappy or a bit down in the dumps I'd love to hear if these things help so I'm going to end this episode here thank you so much for listening I know I said that at the beginning of the episode I'm really grateful that you are tuning in and next week there'll be another episode just as always in the meantime I hope you have a spectacular day and do something today that makes you happier I'm Lani Fogelberg see you next time